0: Good evening, everyone.
1: Hello. How are we doing? I'm very well. Are you all right? I'm very well, thanks. So, I'm Alan Finnegan.
0: You're Alan Finnegan for the night. Is that okay?
1: Yeah, that's great, mate Sorry, hey, <laughs> <Tommy, laughs> you nugget. Ah, you do do don't hey?
0: Wow, that was impressive. Thank you. Steve, I thought you were just a one-liner, but you've got impersonations. No, obviously. I do too
1: sometimes. That's
0: very good. Well, we've got Steve in tonight. Alan's been sacked. Finally, it happened. Yes. So, Steve's trying out for his job.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Double pay as well, Tom. Double said.
0: pay. I mean, you look, you get, you get a bar, you get this is all thrown in with it. Alan is, yeah, he's he yeah. said too many co- tra- controversial things, and now Steve's That's taken it. over. Yeah. Nice house as well. We get the house and the yeah. bar. Everything the same ministers don't
1: get paid enough. But I've had a look through his house, <laughs> better than mine.
0: He's got lots of good stuff, hasn't he? Yeah. No, sadly. Uh, well, what? he did have. He did.
1: Yeah, some of it's <laughs> in the boot of my car now, but.
0: <laughs> Very good. Well, tonight, welcome to Wednesday Night of Finegas. Alan is actually on his holidays. He's yeah, enjoying see? himself. What were we saying about again. ministers
1: not getting paid enough? I know.
0: And he's yeah. a- he's away marrying his daughter, to be fair. I think he's like, it's. Mi- what? not. He's, he's not is that legal <laughs> in Liverpool. How are you supposed to say? Marrying his daughter, he's marrying her uh, to another fella. Uh, yeah. I knew that, You I knew that. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. But then I think it's that's good then because I think the holiday, you can probably claim that as expenses, can he, if he's doing a wedding? Yeah,
1: he probably will knowing Alan, yeah. <laughs> He'll probably charge you for doing the service.
0: Very good. <laughs> Let us know if you're in and watching tonight. I can see some people in. Andy Campsells in. Nice to have you, Andy. Oh, look, Janet's in. Janet is watching all the way from sunny Cyprus. So that is where the wedding of the year is taking place. So Janet is out there as well. Alan's in, so careful evening, lads. Nice to see you, Alan. Did and you get your invite, Tom? Because to to I the didn't wedding. get mine. Yeah, I didn't get invited uh. to that. I think because he's uh, hoping that I'll hold the, th- the fort while he's gone. You know. Right. Oh yeah. But you, yeah. I think they just don't like you. I think that's why they didn't invite probably, you. Probably. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> probably. You
0: could have done a comedy night in the evening. Though. Oh, and Joyce is watching as well. Wow, we've got the whole Finnegan gang in. We have to be on up. Our- they are just watching to check that we don't give away any of the. Uh, expensive items in the house yeah well they've left you know. me with a key for two weeks though so maybe we'll have a, we'll have our first Finnegan's party yeah yeah lock we'll in. Have an auction yeah we'll have be on
1: ebay in. be on ebay
0: later very good well welcome to Wednesday night at Finnegan's I'm Tom I'm a Baptist minister and Stee is he's not there. a Baptist he's minister. not a Baptist minister no, definitely not he's managed to avoid that gig but Steve is a stand-up comedian he's one of the Finnegan's legends that you've been on the show before.
1: I have. Yeah, my name's up there somewhere. You are. You're on the wall. Yeah. And
0: to, to be a repeat uh, guest on the Finnegan's show, you have to be a few things. One of them is you have to live really close yeah. to where we're based. Desperate. Desperate. And what, the second one is you have to be a crowd pleaser. And, Steve, you've, my kids think you are hilarious. So oh, they're the ones, are they? They are the ones. Right. So you're in. Okay. You're back in. And co- first time co-hosting. Hosting. Yeah. How are you feeling yeah. about it?
1: Probably last. But, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. we will see. Yeah, we'll I see. was told me I've got to push push the boundaries just so we can watch Tom sweating <laughs> as to what I'm going to say next. So, see, uh...
0: if you watched Finnegan's last week, we had Tony Vino on, who was a fantastic guest, but he did he did do a bit of blue at one point. And oh, uh, I think the internet connection got all dodgy because it was raining. So I was hoping that I kind of like <laughs> gone for that bit that Jesus had saved us, but I'm not sure. I think this were. I swear, bear, did oh, get out there. Do you, me. So, um, we hope got, you find him. We, we well maybe, but tonight we've got Sam Ward with us from the Message Trust. He won't be effing in Jeff and Jeffing. I'm, I'm confident of that. Yeah, I'm I don't know. I've never heard of him. So <laughs> that was the thing that happened last week with Tony Vino. Is that uh, we we do a competition each week, and the the person with the best comment wins a prize. And we've got a great prize tonight. But right. um, Carolyn, who is watching, I don't think she even realised. She, was, she just meant it matter-of-factly. Right. But she asked at one point, um, who is Tony Vino? Well, I've never even heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony just felt totally devastated, you know, spending years well, working. Lots of people the... have asked that question. They though, have. Sure. But he was good. He was good, Tony Vino. So if you haven't seen last week's episode, then make sure you go and check it out. You can get that wherever you find your podcast. You can find uh, Wednesday Night at Finnegan's and Tony Vino will be on there. Also, a previous guest, Mark Williams, he was telling me this week that someone found him from his work on TikTok. He's not even on TikTok. Right. And someone, one of his little clips from the podcast, he, yeah. they managed to find it.
1: It's great to know that you're pushing other people's careers. I know. That's yeah. it.
0: See what we can do for you tonight, Steve. Yeah, you never know. Thanks. How, many, how yeah. many views did you get on YouTube? Like oh, I don't 20 know. billion. You just don't stop going on about it. I know. But, um, you go on about it. <laughs> All the time. I think there's a bit of underlying jealousy. There, there definitely so. is, but we might Not be able to... Not very underlying either. We might be able to get you a couple of hundred more tonight, mate. So yeah. uh, there you go. It's 10 o'clock, apparently, in Cyprus, 10 o'clock at night. Well, let us know if anyone's listening from further afield than Cyprus. And uh, let's have a look. Hello from... Oh, here we go. Here we go. So we've got Leonard in, and Leonard is watching from Ventura. So um, he's one of Ray's mates. So it's good to have you with us, Leonard. That is, I if I knew geography... And I don't. I can no. tell you which was further away, Fort Adventure or... No idea. Do you have any ideas? Cyprus. You've got more
1: viewers overseas than you've got in Liverpool, I think. Yeah, we have. No it's one's It's watching. an international audience.
0: Um, Leonard says he sounds like Sid Little. That must be you. Or is that me? Who's Sid? That's an old person, Sid Little, isn't it? It is, yeah. So it must be me.
1: It must be you. Yeah.
0: You can find Steve. I know I
1: don't look it, but I am older than Tom.
0: You are quite a bit older than me, I think. You could be my dad, probably. Do you think?
1: We don't want to start any rumours. <laughs>
0: Anyway, hello Josh. Josh is in as well. Nice to see you Josh, my friend. Uh good to have you with us. So, give us a little like and a share if you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube. Give us a little like and um, that will help your friends know that it's all happening down at Finnegan's tonight. It is. And yeah. um, you know, they can come and join us for the evening in the bar. Tonight we've got, like I've said, we've got Sam Ward from the Message Trust. He's going to come and join us. He is a legend. He's one of my good friends and uh He's very kindly said he'd come down and uh, do this tonight. So we're very fortunate to have him. We've also going to do Finnegan's Fortunes. Alan's away. So when we do Finnegan's Fortunes, the gift, like what the prizes on offer always go up because I feel like I can give away things that he wouldn't normally be willing to give away. So the TV will be in the mix today and maybe even Jürgen, Jürgen Klopp, you could give him away. Weekend break at Alan's. A weekend break here in the bar. Yeah, hot tub included. The hot tub included. And um, yeah, so who knows? Who knows what we could give away? That will happen later. And also we have got Nugget of the Week. Now this is exciting. So Nugget of the Week. If you are our Nugget of the Week, then not only do you win yourself some of this, some of uh, Home Bargain's best nougar, but also tonight you're going to win yourself one of these fantastic. These are... They've come over with Sam from the Message Trust, one of their higher um, snapbacks. That's what that's called. Did you know that was called a snapback? Uh, no, Steve? I didn't know. Get that on for a second, mate. Show it off. You're going to win one of those. Not only that, but you're also going to win yourself one of these. Uh, let's have a look. Message Trust higher uh, t. It's not a t-shirt, is it? It's got long arms. You've yeah. got it on. That's not the. That's not how they. Do that's it how anymore. the kids were in No, Tom. Not anymore, honestly. Ah, okay. Like that. Thanks. So I'm you're going to well, win one. Like, I like a trucker. You're going to win one of those. And say, one of those. Yeah. Hold that up.
1: Come on. Okay. All right. All right. What's look, me about. You look like you bit. could be in
0: a band now, in a message band. They yeah. might sign
1: you up. Yeah. He's 17. <laughs> Probably about the same
0: age, to be fair. <laughs> Probably. But so, if you want to win any of those prizes tonight, all you need to do is give us your best comments. So, as the night goes on, if you want to give Steve some stick, that's encouraged. If you want to give me some stick, that's okay. If you want to anything funny, if you throw it up in the comments and it give, it tickles us, we how have a little long, chuckle about it. How long were you
1: expecting me to sit here just, like
0: this? <laughs> just for a while. Okay. There you go. You do. You look all right. You look oh, all right yeah, in that. Thanks. So anything like that, if you throw it up in the comments and you are you are the one we choose as our nugget of the week, then we're going to send you that in the post. Let's have a look who's commenting. What's Josh saying here? Ministers get paid a lot. It's okay. You can take it off now. Thanks. <laughs> Ministers get paid a lot. Have you seen the bar he bought? The building is massive. It is a, it's a big bar. It's a big bar. Chris is here. Pete is painting in his house. I'm at home making pumpkin soup for my class. Wow, rock and roll, rock and roll, Chris. That's amazing. Uh, Alan's not happy if we're taking Klopp. He's saying we're not allowed to do that. Don't. Uh, Tao's saying don't accept gifts from Tories. <laughs> so have you picked up on this that uh, Alan's trying to spread the rumor that I'm a Tory? I have heard about it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a high level of political sort of discourse that happens at Finnegan's. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of is I basically so. yeah. them all calling me Tory. Obviously, so, you decided not to the week that I was here. But. No, <laughs> we didn't. Are you? No, we can't get into that. We can't get into it. Oh, look, here we go. Emma said that cap has doubled the height of your head, Steve. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I did my hair, especially for tonight that, as well. Now it's ruined. That's, you're, that's in early. She's got a, got a funny one in early. Pete, good to see you, mate. Nice to have you in. Okay, well, let's find out what we've been up to this week. I'll tell you, I'll start, Steve. Okay. This week, I went to see um, Jason Manford all right yeah personally or no it was a comedy thing right okay a few yeah. thousand people there right have you, have you ever gigged with Jason Manford not yet no Well keep trying keep, <laughs> keep trying one day yeah. one day and then during the end at the end of Jason Manford's set he did this let me show, show you what happened at the end of Jason Manford's set see if this will oh, work so this is was right at the end of his set mind. he went into a whole bit where he got everyone to sing classic right. school hymns. Yeah. Do you know this one, Steve? I do, yeah. Yeah. Wait for it. There's another banger about to, <laughs> to come out. Here we go. Give me oil in my lamp. All right, yeah. You don't think that was anything to do with the energy crisis?
1: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Give me oil in my central heat. <laughs> keep me warm (laughs) Warm.
0: can you believe this though i loved
1: it i think you should do this on sunday tom we could we
0: could get away with it couldn't we well you could yeah you get away with anything really just smile at people (laughs) the thing that amazed me was just that you know i guess it was the same at the queen's funeral as well but i guess well that i didn't see that (laughs) well no not the not those songs they had to make them a bit more somber didn't they but the fact that christianity was just under the surface there just yeah. like that it's kind of there's this history in this country in there there's a the christianity Absolutely. and that, there's there's a touch there that feels like you know that people that might just spark a bit of interest to people yeah no, so, definitely so i think people would have been singing long term. but anyway tonight we're going to talk a little bit of faith we're going to share a little bit of the difference that faith has made in our lives and sam's life but Maybe that's you. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I'm just a little bit intrigued, a little bit, find out more. Maybe I wouldn't find myself in church, but I'd watch this nonsense with Stee and Tom <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and find out a little bit more. Um, what else? What have you been up to this week, Stee?
1: well uh, weekend we went to a country fair. Um, I ended up watching Morris dancing, but he wasn't very good, to be honest. <laughs> um, that was just a little joke there. I didn't really do that. No. But yeah, Saturday night I was watching telly <laughs> and uh, it was like, strictly come dancing. Yeah. Or a Masked Dancer.
0: They were your options? That was
1: like primetime TV. I oh. thought, to be honest, I'm quite looking forward to a power cut. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yesterday morning, uh, I was, yesterday morning, I was having a shave just to get ready for work. Not my legs, my face. And um, I was just having a shave and I broke wind. Are you allowed to say farted?
0: You are, that's okay. Well, yeah. I just did,
1: so. Yeah, go on, carry on. Anyway, I farted. <laughs> and no word of a lie, this actually <laughs> happened the split second after it stopped, a car alarm went off outside. It was literally like Morecambe and wise timing, sort of beep, beep, beep. And it was just like you know, you have those moments in your life that you think I'm going to remember that forever. <laughs> you know, there's no yeah. coincidences with God. That's what we used to say. <laughs> it was, I yeah.
0: Think, I think that was just a coincidence, mate. But well,
1: yeah, but the timing was, it was, it was you too, know, too much. It,
0: it was like.
1: And I'll I'll never forget it. <laughs> so yeah, that was the highlight of my weekend.
0: I love it, mate. I love it. Thank you. I also went to see um I went to see a uh cover a cover band. Right. Tribute act. Okay. Oasis. Right. You went to Oasis? What were they Steve? called? Not Def- no,
1: no Oasis or something. No, like.
0: close. Definitely might be. Oh dear. It's good, yeah. that, That's worse. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> not good at all. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever seen a good tribute band? I do you know what I searched for some search for one blobby williams right okay classic i think he he looks like robbie he's just a bit fatter right yeah classic um right. fake that yeah yeah, I've heard of that. Fake that? yeah
1: yeah classic i actually did a gig once at trib fest trib fest it was a festival okay of uh, of tribute acts so like over for over a whole weekend and they had a comedy tent as well so yeah that was bizarre
0: does comedy go down well uh, well, it activity. didn't
1: because we were outside the main stage, and they had—I um, don't know who it was—a tribute band too. But they were blaring away on full blast and wearing a tent with like one microphone. Although quite a few acts did come in. But they had each day; they had a different theme. Okay. So the theme for the day that we were there was Rocky Horror. Nice. So I'm stood on stage, trying to tell jokes, and in the front row was about
0: six guys wearing suspenders. <laughs> exactly yeah so that went down that did put me off that was almost as good as your gig on the um cruise liner there was it steve
1: well it wasn't that bad but it was yeah it It was not far. it it went
0: quite well but
1: uh, yeah it was just a bit i had to sort of look over their heads to the back (laughs) which is what i usually do anyway because i don't like looking at people
0: what was what's the best gig you've ever done steve because what would you is there one that stands out as being like that was hilarious that was the one that was stand out Oh, it's hard to say because he did
1: probably. I did a biker's rally, I've done a few biker's rallies, but I did one on Cheshire Sh- Showground, a big marquee, 2000 bikers in. Wow, and you sort of think, Wow, this is a scary audience, but then you realize they're all as old as me, yeah, and they kind of they did the comedy in an afternoon, so. You just wanted to chill out and relax. Yeah. But yeah, they were brilliant. And the guy who runs it, absolute nutcase. Yeah. So two thousand bikers. Two thousand bikers, yeah. Wow. It was ace. And they
0: they loved what you did.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I actually videoed it. Have you? So I've got it on video somewhere. You have to
0: send it to us. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. No, that
1: was that was that was a good one, yeah
0: fantastic all right well we're going to get our guest of the week on now so we've got mr sam ward with us for the evening so let's give sam a big finnegan's welcome how are you doing mate are you all right yeah thanks mate it's good to be here Thank you so much for coming to join
2: us tonight. No worries, man. It's good. It's, this yeah. is incredible, this place. It's not bad, is it? I know. I just, it wasn't what I expected. I was expecting something a little bit noddy, but it's flipping. It's epic. It's all
0: right, isn't it? <laughs> just drop your mic down just a touch because we point. can't see quite see the beautiful beard. There we
2: go. I thought that might be beneficial just no. to cover half the face.
0: No, we're loving that. We're oh. loving that beard. And so Sam's in tonight. And so if you've got any questions for Sam Ward here, answer anything. Here, answer anything. Here, have a go. I'll have a go. Anything, any DIY around the house that needs to <laughs> in or anything like that. Here, here have, a little, have a little go at it. Yeah. Um. So if you've got any questions, throw them in the chat. And also remember, this is the kind of gear you could win tonight if you're our Nugget of the Week. And so I'm saying that Emma's up there first. Emma's up there at the moment to win it, partly because that means I can... I can have this if she wins. But with her comment about your head and that hat.
1: (laughs) Oh, so basically you're fixing it. (laughs) That could be what happens. uh, We'll see what happens. So if you're wearing that at church on Sunday, you're going to get booed off stage.
0: Do you know what? I don't... I mean, Sam, the message is a pretty trendy place, isn't it, Sam? And you've been known to rock a a
2: snap I've never been cool, though. Even in the message, I'm miles from cool. I I, I actually can't even fit a a snap back. My head is so big. (laughs) When I get hats... I have to get them specially made because my bonce is so massive.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, you have to order a particular size online Honestly, because this I just have to won't get them do bespoke it.
2: bespoke made, yeah.
0: See, the thing for me as well. I'm just going to sound old as well. Is that when I was a kid, you'd get a bad like a hat like that, a bad oh. boy like that, and for, you'd spend ages bending it. Yes, mate. And bending that, breaking that in till you get like a perfect dome. Yeah. You need you need an elastic strap for my head. No, that's what that's what you need. That's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's what a, Sam that's a, needs. A, yeah. See, I could go totally <laughs> back to the old days. I could go head to head with Sam. My head is massive, so that I I always felt bad about like caps yeah. don't suit me, but I also have to open that up to like places it's never been before. There you go. I you was put at it on my. I was head. at New
2: Wine one year and yeah. had I had a snapback on the last dot at the back, oh. and this woman came up to me and she said, "You've not been blessed with a hat, a, a head for hats, have you?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, thanks, thanks." Lord.
0: And the thing that worries me is because um I'm a fella's I'm a fella and I, you know fellas go balls yeah. like if you Sorry. go bo- if you go balls then you go to the hat don't you that's a lot of fellas go to's but if I don't suit a hat then I've got nowhere to go. No. What do you, I don't know what to do at that point. No. What have you, you done? You're a lot further from being bald <laughs> than I am. <laughs> i just have to being tall helps me because i can try and like stop steve from well, being able to stare at my full. bald spot
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh i've got more than i've got yeah mine's like there's a young lad at our old church and uh he said he wanted his hair like mine i said Could what he? do you mean like mine he said like a letter M. <laughs> <laughs> letter so for the day for so i've That's not spoken
0: no why would you christians are horrible, are not they? oh yeah yeah. Sam, Sam <laughs> tell us a bit about uh, yourself and about uh, the message and um, all that stuff over uh, Wow, where do you start? I don't. There's know, that's so, just, much stuff. I just, that's so vague. Just tell us everything about yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a good interviewer, Sam. Oh, I just nice. really set you up well there. Tell us about life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I live in Manchester, but I, and I know that's not going to go down too well in a yeah. in a place like this. Uh, yes. I was going to bring a load of Manchester-based merchandise just to irritate you guys, but oh, I didn't. Um, but I'm not good. actually a Mancunian. I wish I was. Uh, I was actually born in the Midlands, but now I live in Manchester. I'm uh, married a Mancunian, got two Manca kids. So uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm almost Mancunian. I've yeah. lived in Manchester now for over 30 years. So, uh, yeah. Do you
0: feel like you're somewhere. getting the accent a little bit? Do you, do you feel like... Because I, I feel like... I'd love to be counted as a Scouser, but I feel like I just don't sound proper
2: I mean even the fact that you say Tom Grant I know means yeah. that you can never ever be new God. considered that's it well I yeah. think the
0: problem is and this I've, I've, basically I on this podcast I get called Tim Brown because whenever <laughs> whenever I say Tom Grant people think I'm saying Tim Brown so this happened on <laughs> this has happened on multiple occasions in the in our local uh, when we're not down at Finnegan's we're in the local bar oh, and yeah. uh Multiple times I say Tom Grant and they just say Tim Brown and I have to spell the word Grant out, which feels really <laughs> patroni like I'm patronizing, right. but, um, that's my life. But I don't sound like a Scouser. So no. what can no, I do? No,
1: no, well. So when you go out for a meal and they're shouting table for Brown,
0: yeah, and you d- just sat there
1: completely <laughs> oblivious. <laughs>
0: I've just, it, you, it gets to a point where you just respond. I, right. I will answer to Tim Brown now. Right. Okay. That's how I live my life. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Love it. Chris is Chris is saying you don't want a monkey kid. Your no. kid, your kids are beautiful though.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're I mean, manky. they are a touch monkey, yeah. and they do they do have the accent. You know, they are Manchester born and raised. So yeah, yeah. That's the thing with my kids
0: as well. Proper, like strong Scouse accent. So if yeah, if I speak to them on the phone, even now. I can't quite tell mm-hmm. which one I'm talking to the three, <laughs> which is terrible for a dad. You feel like you're letting Especially your kids down. Especially when one down.
2: of them's a girl. That's well, that's it. But the most offensive thing, though, if you speak to Southerners and they'll ask where you're from, that the amount of people who think a Scouse accent and a mank accent is the same. Oh, and you're like, are you mad? There's no, they sound nothing like each well, other, but it's
1: madness, yeah, isn't I think it? It's out of so, so, when you said you was going to bring some Manc merchandise i yeah. mean what are your classes out like a parker jacket or something like that
2: well i was gonna i was actually gonna bring some manchester beers because we've got some oh, phenomenal right. Manchester Ales. i was thinking being in a bar and all that lot i yeah. could bring some excellent uh like fine ipas that manchester seems to be producing so yeah yeah they would yeah. have been that kind of stuff
0: that would have been nice but you well, did bring us... You brought us this gear to yeah, give but away. I could have so, put, I
2: mean, put a United jersey on the roof as well. Do you know what? Is there rules on it or not? You
0: would, honestly... Alan would get on the next flight back and come and... Would he? Oh, it'd, yeah. it, it'd kick off. Oh, I had... I've I got had a, a spare one. I oh. had a couple of Man United tops, someone... And a City top. Yeah. Um,
2: they give them away free they round. They do around.
0: give them away. And mm. Everton tops. They give them around, away round here. <laughs> and I had them on my desk and I came in multiple times to the office and someone had put them in the bin. That was just... <laughs>
1: No. To be fair, though, he's going to have to replace this soon. The way things are going, isn't do you it? know
0: what Jurgen might get the sack, and yeah. then that would be it. It's He'd never, be down here all the never. time. I'd be worried for him. He's, yeah, he's uh, maybe it's a job for life. Do you think for for Jurgen, Sam? So.
2: He'd have to do a lot wrong, wouldn't he? He would. He he's would. doing though. <laughs> 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 That's so true.
0: I was I was saying, was I? What would what could I go for if a hat doesn't fit me and I'm bald? And Ray said maybe a uh, balaclava. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's a good one. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Well, yeah.
1: you know, energy crisis and all that. That is. Yeah.
0: So, Sam, tell us about yes. the message. Trust Sorry, me. That was tell awful.
2: Us... I got as far as no. man- Manchester, and that, that was it.
0: That's fine. That's fine. Tell us a bit about your mm. that message, and uh for people, not everyone will have heard of the message. Trust. Yeah, but yeah. Tell us a bit about who they are, what they do, and your role there. Okay. It well, feels like a job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a job well, message
2: is like a, It's a charity. It's been going for thirty years. Started in Manchester. And really was focused on Manchester for the first, I don't know, 15, 20 years before it began to branch out all over the UK and now the world. We really focus on a couple of different things. We're great at um, creative mission, these kind of bands of young evangelists that go into schools telling young people about Jesus. We do something phenomenal uh, called Eden where we move people into disadvantaged communities to share the love of God and strengthen the local church. And, And that really has been my of life so i can tell you more about that in a bit uh we do some work on uh, in prisons up and down the country we work also on these massive double-decker buses that are like mobile youth centers all sorts of amazing stuff yeah uh, so
0: and ta- and Tao saying community groceries which we will get onto later as well well yeah that's
2: a little bit something called it's, community groceries yeah yeah it's yeah. amazing
0: isn't it it is amazing so te- tell us then i guess first of all and mm. th- there's a connection for me here as well because i first moved to netherton to be part of the, uh, an Eden team, which yeah. is uh, something that's been an idea and a vision that's been born out of the message trust, mm. and they've been pl- planting teams for wow, twenty five years. Could so it be this long year as is twenty five years? Twenty five. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, tell us, that's how you first ended up in Manchester, wasn't it? So, no, tell- that's actually not the story. Oh, okay. Right. No, I actually moved to Manchester. <laughs> sorry about that i've done done deep research i
2: (laughs) I moved to manchester because my dad got a new job so i started in manchester when i was 12 years old wow um i came across the message because i heard about this band that were putting on a gig so uh like as a youth age 13 i went and saw the worldwide message tribe which was really the where the message uh, began with this kind of band that went into schools but so i saw the Worldwide Message Tribe, which really kind of came out of the Manchester music scene. You know, at that time, places like the Hacienda in Manchester were really where the home of rave in the UK was. And so um, the message began this band, the Worldwide Message Tribe, as a kind of response to what was going on in the city. Could they do a Christian version of like the rave and rap culture of Manchester? Wow. Which which sounds horrendous when you add that (laughs) and you put in christian stuff with it it's a recipe for absolute carnage yeah but it kind of was a success so actually that was the first time and then I it was a
0: massive success wasn't it huge. like it wasn't an e- like and for me it's almost like proof of yeah. existence of jesus because it was <laughs> it was that andy yeah. andy hawthorne who uh heads up in the message was was like a rapper in the band wasn't he and he would just kind of shout at people
2: in like <laughs> yeah they called him the cookie monster because he couldn't rap hey. or sing he just made a <laughs> down the microphone like this rubber dub dub <laughs> kind of sound and uh yeah but it works and um what was what's beautiful is that actually they were probably bigger outside of manchester even though they were focused on the schools of manchester they would sometimes do gigs all over the world, and uh, at one point they were so huge in the in the US. You know, they were having record contracts from Universal and wow. Sony, and people that like came came and visited, and they hit, I think, number one in the US charts in the Christian charts, which I know is a different thing altogether. But and they won Dove awards and various things. It it really was quite a like a move, really. Of God, I think, in the in the kind of late nineties, or early two thousands. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we, so that, sorry, go on. I
1: was just gonna say, we used to take a youth group from our church on a Sunday night once a month to see them in Manchester to, the,
2: to Planet Life. Yeah, yeah, that was a staple and, for me growing uh, up. I can
1: remember one night we were coming home, we we're in like a 17 seater minibus, and they all wanted <laughs> McDonald's, obviously. So, we had to park the minibus because the McDonald's had shut, but the drive through was open. So we parked the minibus and 15 of us walked through the drive Nice. We all went to the window, ordered our meal, and then went, walked to the next window and paid,
2: <laughs> took our food. Very good.
0: <laughs> Very good. And so that's where you first heard of Eden, was it, Sam? At one it of... would
2: have been at a Planet Life event, right? Yeah. So, so in, in 1997, I would have been uh, a, young, a young adult, probably in my late teens. I was at one of these kind of Planet Life events, and I heard about them. Uh, Some young radical guys that were moving into Withenshaw. At the time, number one most deprived neighborhood in the nation. Out of 32,000 different neighborhoods, it was the worst of places. And there was about 30 young adults moving in there, taking these boarded up houses, doing them up, and beginning to sort of uh, serve on the streets. And I remember being absolutely captivated by it. And if I'd been old enough, I would have joined the team, but I think I was like 16 at the time, so I couldn't do it. Wow. Um, and uh, waited really until I was old enough to apply to join an Eden team because yeah. that first Eden team then became replicated. You know, there was one then into Salford, which again had a notorious kind of reputation, and the third team in the year two thousand was was in Openshaw and um, in on the east of Manchester. And I applied to join that team, and wow. I still live there to this day. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, amazing. Cool, and,
0: and so how? So how many years is that? How many years have you lived in Open Shore?
2: I'm on twenty two years. Twenty two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. It's but I tell you what, it's been an absolute roller coaster of adventure. I mean, I remember even though like the first day moving in, I moved in with uh, into a into a two bed terraced house. My dad brought all my belongings in a car and like emptied it into this little tiny house, um, living with a guy I'd never met before, and and, and actually really being aware of all the neighbors admiring all the the kind of nice fancy possessions that we were bringing into the house And that's then,
0: what we've been doing at alan's bar yeah, tonight to well. be fair
2: and I, and I moved in next to this um uh, uh an alcoholic an irish al- alcoholic to one side and then the other side a house was full of um sex workers a family of sex workers wow. a grandma a mother and a daughter that were all um, sex chat line operatives wow. working from home. And uh, that would be hilarious. You know, you'd be around there for having your tea. And then the phone would ring and I'd scarper, you know, it, you, <laughs> you did not want to be there for that. Just that. I'll only be fine. I don't care how many minutes you are. I'm off. <laughs> see you later.
0: This is you as like a 18, 19, 20 year old lad. <laughs> That's right. Moved yeah. into Manchester. I'll tell you what, there
2: was things I experienced there that I, oof, I can't ever unexper- unsee those moments. Yeah. Um, and the neighbour, we got to know her very, very well over the over the years, really like the matriarch of the estate And uh, I remember she invited me to her daughter's um, 21st birthday party above the roughest pub in our estate called CK's. And it was in this kind of conference room upstairs. I was just married and, um, and, uh, and, you know, there with my lovely, innocent Christian wife. (laughs) And we just helped ourselves to the buffet. And then the music changed up and in walked a copper. But that was no copper. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he started, he started taking all these clothes <laughs> off and I'm like, what do we do here? You know, what do I do here? And he got down to his um, tidy whities and I was like, quick. And we disappeared down the fire escape, you know, to try to wow. uh, avoid seeing things that we couldn't unsee, you know. Wow. It I, the special days. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think, first, I guess for people watching who maybe aren't Christians or don't, or maybe unsure or whatever, that kind of might seem madness Mm. like that um christians would like i guess a a community that's like struggling and would purposely choose to to live there um to make you know to to make a difference like what would so what would it be that would kind of inspire that that move like what would Mm. it be is, I, well, I know the, I guess in a sense, I know the answer and it's a leading question, but I know that. Tell me the answer, Tom. No, I, don't, <laughs> <well>. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting yeah, at. Yeah. <laughs> you could say what you, can say, you say and then maybe afterwards <laughs> I'll say something wrong. But the, yeah, <laughs> that sense of, what was it about your faith? Yeah. That, that was a faith decision, hey. Yeah. Because that's like, that's not just attending church on a Sunday, mm. like, and going through the motions. That's, there's a, a real difference in your life because you're a Christian. Yeah. And because you made that decision. So where's that motivated from?
2: Yeah, and that isn't motivated by years of going to church. You know, I went to church my entire life, got great memories of church as a kid, but it's not even in regular attendance that ever makes that a thing. It was when I was in my late teens that I really encountered God and I felt like God say, I love you, I'm for you now also hear my love for the world and and actually begin to follow the example of Jesus. And that's what's amazing about Jesus. Jesus is God's only son. He doesn't start when he comes out of the, the womb of Mary. Jesus has been around since the beginning of the time. But actually he chooses to come to earth to become like us, to make a difference. We call it the incarnation. Let's not get into that. But it's the idea that Jesus would leave the glories of heaven to come to a messed up world to bring an answer and to make a difference. And I feel like uh, as I came to know Jesus, as I came to realize that he was the one who'd come to save me, that I was to uh, kind of join his mission, to be part of the plans of God and to uh, to help make a difference in the world, Mm. follow the inspiration of Christ and make a difference with my life. That's really what has uh, kind of motivated me since... I really came to know who Jesus was.
0: Wow. And I think that that's, um, I think that's like a lot of people have, have had experience of Christians that maybe haven't been so good, mm. like not overly positive, but then to hear like of Christians that I guess put their faith on the line and they're taking that, that position that God's like loves people. Mm. And so there's people in this world who've fallen on difficult times or whatever and that actually... There's something about God in each person. There's like this, what well, I guess what Christians would call the image of God, like imprinted on each person. That every person is valuable, and that actually Christians, if if we if we take our faith seriously, then we've got to do something about that.
2: So true, man.
0: And I'm not sure, like maybe don't always get that right, but uh, have a have a good go. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and and to... it makes me sad. I don't know what you, what you think, Tom, but it makes me sad when you, if you were to ask the world what they think of the church what they think about Christians, the first thing they wouldn't they would say that they wouldn't say is that we're really loving. Mm. And often our reputation is, you know, you're more like to call them a hypocrite or you're more like to call them something negative. Yeah. And I think, man, if we've got a loving God, surely we should be like the God we love. Yeah. You know, surely we should be becoming even more like him on a regular basis. You know what I mean? It yeah. should be begin yeah. to be displayed in our life and and I, it makes me wonder whether people have really encountered God, if they've met him.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think. Some I was, I was uh, at the Elijah's football this uh, Friday. When was it? Sunday morning. So Sunday mornings for me now, because I'm trying to be a good dad. And um, if you ask my son, you know, on a, you know, I'm a minister. Uh, if I but if I ask my son, where do you want to be on Sunday morning? Do you want to be at church at the football? What do you think he says, Steve? Football, football. Yeah. He does say football. I'm a little scamp, yeah. That's, I wondered why you haven't been in church for a yeah. while. You don't even like football that much. No, no. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to be a good dad and do both things. And I've joined a footy team, and then uh, he's joined Elijah's joined the footy team, and he's so he's on a Sunday. So we go to the match before, and then we rush to church, and um. You know, some of the dads on the footy uh team have got a mark who watches this, but they kind of don't know what to do. Cause a minister, it's a weird job, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like um yeah. when you tell people you're a minister, it's like you told them you've got COVID, like the bad kind. <laughs> and but I've gone I've gone to um this this last Sunday and um I, I've got to really rein it in because I find myself on the touchline like just shouting, not like rude, like, not, not like rude. <laughs> I'm not, sh- swearing. not Tony Vino shouting. No, not Tony. Like not the filthy Tony no. Vino mouth. But um, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. shouting things. And then this last Sunday, the ref came over to our manager no. and uh, pointed me out and said, so- <laughs> "No," and asked, "Could you keep keep him quiet?" And so now <laughs> the rest of the. uh, Dads, when I went to training this week, they were just loving it. That's they amazing. just found that amazing that's so that good. the Cause minister. Because
1: their arms sat here, it looks like there's a halo I know.
0: The <laughs> <You> <laughs> But get... actually, it's moving further away. <laughs> it is moving further away. But that is what. So that's when we come to training on. Uh, they're just like loving that. They're loving that the ministers shouting. On, and I do yeah. feel bad about that. But I think sometimes um, life, my life's, my life's definitely not perfect. And I'm hoping for that there's something about me still that would look Jesus-like. But also what I sometimes think is the fact that I, I mess up, but that there's still still that sense that God loves me and can work with me and work through me. I'm hoping that that can be a good demonstration We're as a well. work in
2: progress, aren't we? I hope so. I mean, I used to run a local football team from my neighbourhood. We nice. were amazing, actually. We we I just w- looked out one year. We did it for years and we were rubbish. But one year I managed to pick up um a, a guy that used to play at Man City, a kid that I played at Bolton. Wonders. Wow! I had uh, uh, the goalkeeper that played for a team called Main Road, which is a feeder team for Man City. Wow! And I saw so this incredible spine of a team. And occasionally, if our amazing goalkeeper I had a match somewhere else, I had to fill in. So I put the fat lads with the gloves on in, in net, <laughs> and um and I I went up for a high ball at a corner, in this this forward came straight through me, absolutely splattered me on the floor, but I caught the ball. It was, it was my, my crowning glory. <laughs> but I was so angry that I ran with the ball. And now, you know, when you try and do a goal kick, but try and follow through into the man. yeah. And I kicked this guy over. Wow. And it suddenly all begins to erupt. And this <laughs> referee comes over and he said, are you the Christian manager? Oh, <laughs> that's brutal that, <laughs> isn't he said, it? He said, come here. He said, "Are you the Christian manager?" I said, "I, I am the one." Yeah, <laughs> I am. He, he said. He said. He didn't say what would Jesus do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If only he had done. Yeah. Anyway, he gave me this Almighty telling off, and then he said, uh, "He said, I want you to get your team over right now and apologise to each one of them." or I'll send you off. And it was like, he's he's disciplining me there Uh, on the pitch. But we are a work in progress. I make mistakes all the time. But that's what's great about God. He's like so gracious, so loving that he wants to continue to perfect us and make us good. Ultimately, he wants to turn us out towards helping other people, doesn't he?
0: Yeah. And that's, I think that thing, I remember uh, another lad I knew who was coaching a team and he was a Christian and he was like trying super hard to be a great, example which is 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 that's a good thing isn't it and I think as um Christians are not not getting into that at all but he, I remember he said that one one training session he ended up taking out this lad was doing his head in and the team really doing his head in, so he ended up two-footing him and then getting into a bit of a scuffle with him no and he went away from it afterwards just thinking oh I've blown it I've mm. blown it with these lads um and he kind of he kind of at a later date got them all together and just like, sort I of was a bit devastated, heartbroken Just I'm so sorry. I'm, oh. You know, I'm so sorry for the way I've behaved. And he actually, one of the, the lads in the team later came to him and said, that was the moment for me yeah. when I was interested in your faith, because pre- previous to that, I thought this lad is so unrelatable to me yeah. and what I'm all about. But mm. the fact that the example he was setting was like seeking forgiveness and trying to make things oh, right God. and all that. And that's just, that's just a beautiful thing as well. Isn't
2: I dis- it? I had this, um, I used to do training every weekend. Um, you know, we sometimes we'd have like little practice matches against other teams and all that lot. And we had this one particular time when, um there'd been a bit of an incident. And then this lad ran at me, jumped on my back and punched me in the face from behind. And, <laughs> Classic. Um, and um, I, w- I, I, I want to be someone who's absolutely full of the joy of the Lord and full of peace. And I just brush it off Jesus style and it doesn't bother me. <laughs> I lost it in that moment and I remember like winding up this like uppercut as wow. players <laughs> as players came like rushing in. And one lad just held my arm and he said right in my face, I remember, he said to me, You've got too much to lose. And wow. in that moment he stepped into to protect me, he, you know, he knew that, <laughs> I was a minister at the time. <laughs> <as well. laughs> you know, I was just thinking, oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. how many make, mistakes do I make? Yeah, but I'm yeah. a minister here, and I'm, and are, and he said he just knew I had too much to lose if I if I made a mistake here. Mm. I, I just remember feeling so incredibly embarrassed, but also so like overwhelmed that they they knew there was something precious about my faith and trying to be a good person and trying to be like Jesus and mm. I was throwing it all away in that moment mm. and that was that was a precious moment mm. so so then
0: let's talk let's, let's talk a little bit then about groceries and stuff is that alright to <laughs> segue <Segway> to groceries <laughs> you know, yeah. that was we <laughs> <were> <laughs> a natural thing yeah, then yeah really no one noticed yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, I, yeah. so the message been doing all this uh, the stuff with Eden, they're mm. doing all the mission creative stuff and um, prisons work, and that's just been fantastic in Manchester, but around the UK and other countries. But mm. then suddenly, it's like you and Andy have had like gone mad and suddenly it's like you're starting your own chain of Audi or something like, <laughs> yeah. what's like what's <laughs> happened?
2: What's going on? Well, what's lo- that got to do with anything? <laughs> no, <laughs> Come on. It, it all makes perfect sense. I, I don't know how you'd bring that up as a, as a suggestion that there was anything is, kind of... Is has
0: Andy got so old that he's lost the plot and now
2: everyone, you're, yes. you're starting groceries? Is that what That's happens? what most people are saying. However, <laughs> in the lockdown, in the first lockdown, um, I began to be really concerned about Hungry Kids okay. before Marcus Rashford made it. Cool. Oh, I was really concerned about the pl- kids that would have had access to free school meals that suddenly were going without. And um, I, I joined a bunch of people and created this thing called the Lockdown Hunger Project, which tried to get churches to partner with local schools to provide meals for those kids that were at risk of going without food. And we uh, we worked on this national campaign. We we dis- distributed over 4.2 million meals to hungry kids.
0: 4.2 million meals.
2: in Yeah, in that first lockdown. I mean, wow. it's continued on in different forms, but um, we began to deliver stuff locally and with Ensure, we had we probably distribute 60,000 meals on the estate and uh, felt that, was it good to, to continue to give out bags of food or was there another way, and a better way, a more dignified way that we could continue to support families in the neighbourhood that might need extra help? What is the bridge between a food bank and a supermarket? Mm. My concern is, you know, when I was a kid, there was a real stigma around kids that may have been in care or or, or, or Bernardo's kids. Um, and actually, what is the stigma now on young people that have got no money mm. is that they become food bank kids. I was thinking, what's the most dignified way that we can continue to provide help? but that doesn't mean you have to rely on a food bank. What's the gap between, what fills the gap between a food bank and a supermarket? Anyway, we came up this with this idea of a community grocery where you get to be a member and pay, and you get to pay for your food, but everything's subsidized. And we utilize all that kind of surplus food, which would have gone into landfill, you know that we get from supermarkets stick it on the shelves and enable people to feed themselves and food not go into the bin. And so uh, so really we began to create these amazing shops and Tom they look freaking awesome. They look like farm shops. They are absolutely brilliant. We make sure there's brilliant high quality fresh fruit and veg, good quality produce that you can choose what you want. And again choice for me is so important, isn't it? Actually not just uh, I can get to choose when I come. I can choose the food that I like my kids like to eat, that I know how to cook and and that for me is so important. Mm. instead of just a bag of stuff I've chosen which probably contains kidney beans and and, and you know <laughs> and spaghetti hoops or ravioli, actually I'm able to choose the stuff that I really love. and that for me is bringing choice is the most dignified approach to poverty alleviation and making a difference to those who really need help.
0: And how so how many of these groceries I know the first one started in Withenshaw. How many (laughs) of these groceries are there now?
2: So we've been going two years for the one in Withenshaw. And last week we planted our 19th. 19th. Nineteenth. Stoke on Trent. Stoke. Stoke. Yes. Wow.
0: Nineteen. It's just incredible. And so Mm. I know like this has become such a massive part of what the the message does. And at Emmanuel, we've we've got ourselves Sam hooked us up very kindly (laughs) and we've got ourselves a community grocery in the, in the garage in our church. And I've got to say, it's just been a game changer. Like it's just been so, so good. And we, um, we've just got a great team of volunteers in there. People from the church, people from the community who want to get stuck in and give a bit back and seeing that people are struggling and just want to help make life a bit easier. And just um the stories that starting to come through yeah. um of just the difference that it's it's making. And so I think of um Kristen who came to church a couple of Sundays ago. Were you there that week, Steve? Yeah. Were, yeah. were you watching the football yeah. that morning? No, no,
1: were no, I sw- one of the weeks I came. That Good. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. Well done. Once a month i try and do uh, it. <laughs> it's <one>. noted. No. <laughs> but the um
0: so Kristen came and she got up and she said, you know, she'd been coming to the grocery for, you know, mm-hmm. since it had opened and each week it enabled her to save some money. And with that money, she'd been able to buy herself. She's a single mom, Um, She's had some real difficulties, uh, just been through all sorts of horrendous, tough stuff. And with the money she's saved, she's not, she has been able to buy one of these electric scooters. So her and her daughter, Poppy can get around, but also she's been able to start a little business on the side. And she's just starting to develop that, and she came down on the Sunday and just said, um, just we we asked her up just to come and share a bit of a story and she was really keen to do that. And so she got up and then she just said, you know, her experience of church and Christians previously had just been, there was no care, no care, yeah. no love, like which is heart heartbreaking, heartbreaking mm-hmm. that that would be said of, of Christians. But she said like in the grocery mm-hmm. and uh, she'd seen that Christians were willing to, you know put their money where their mouth was really and to do something that makes a difference and for her yeah. that was helping her to rebuild her faith and i don't say that to big up our our church because we get loads loads wrong all the time you know um slightly less when alan's on holiday but we get loads yeah. wrong <laughs> 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 but that that's just this yeah. is enabling this beautiful thing like you're you talking before of like mm. that god would want us as christians to to do something mm. to, to, to demonstrate that love and the groceries is just a great way to make that happen. So oh, I just can't right. big it up enough.
2: I love it. And it's those stories that are the, the game changer for me. They, it just brings me so much joy to see that. And actually when I go to groceries, often I, I won't be put behind the till. I'll often get to stand on the door and welcome people in or say goodbye to people as they leave. And I'll often ask them about what they've experienced and um, and the amount of times you'll hear people say things like, "Oh, I really feel peaceful here," or "Wow," or "I I, I feel joy in this place," or whatever. Um, and even like the guy from the BBC who came and he was doing like a BBC morning program about it. And he his final remark was, "This is a place of hope." Wow, like, yeah, it is. And actually, in I remember going meeting one guy, and he um, he said, "I'm not going to come shopping today, but can I sit in the corner of the shop?" This is a this is a Muslim old man. Who just wanted to sit on a stool in the corner of the shop. And I thought, that's a bit odd. Like, why do you want to come and sit in our shop? And he said, because I just feel different when I'm here. I feel hopeful or I feel like this is a place of peace. And I'm like, that's just brilliant. Wow. <laughs> this yeah. is just a shop, but yeah. it's more than a shop because actually it isn't just food on the shelves. there's there's so much wrapped around it like proper care we're going to help people journey out of poverty we're going to try and put you on some courses that'll help you with your benefits or help you get a job or work out your debt whatever might be the issue you know and and a whole load of people that just want to love you and try Mm. and help you wherever they can and that's very special for me
0: so good it's so good and we've got some uh uh who actually works in our grocery she's saying there's a great atmosphere with loads of staff and volunteers always to help always there's help with any part of your life just chatting mm-hmm. with our community and praying for people it's amazing to see and to do Tell, Tau- come amazing, on she? she's great isn't she's she a legend she's well, been so yeah, good yeah, yeah. she's been so good with it and so sam like coming in coming into like winter cost of living crisis and all that like what's the i, I heard you speak about this a little bit recently and what's the picture? looking like coming into winter for people and going forward because sadly the picture isn't looking better currently is it it's heartbreaking and I know you wouldn't be you wouldn't be political but we've got this Tory government they're killing us aren't they look at you trying to rescue it
2: (laughs) (laughs) your people Tom yeah come on
0: (laughs) but it don't look any brighter currently does it from that perspective but like what's the what's the picture looking like coming forward you know I feel like a prophet do (laughs) you know when I say it because it's such a heavy picture
2: yeah you know when you look at at inflation across the board now, about 12%. And they're saying that inflation on food is likely to increase to 20% by next Easter. Wow. Uh, each of us has probably faced a fuel increase in this month alone. Some people are seeing doubles. Some people have seen quadruple the prices. And yes, we have got these little top-ups that are going to help us. But the net loss for those people on universal credit is huge. You know, they talk about people on universal credit are going to gain 1,200 quid this year. Well, last year they lost when they took the top up on universal credit from families, they lost a thousand pounds there. Then if you add on the increase in fuel prices and fuel prices, the net loss for families on universal credit is around 2,400 pounds in the next year. Wow! And so it's massive, Tom. It's absolutely huge and devastating. And uh, we've got a real winter of discontent ahead. Mm. I was, I was at a meeting yesterday in London with a bunch of senior people talking mm. about the future and um and a very, very senior person from the government Are you gonna so name like, him or not? not I don't think I can, <laughs> said, Shall I just do it? Because you know. <laughs> <yeah>, <laughs> said they they're looking at five years austerity, five years oh. of potential struggle. It's heartbreaking, it really mm. is. And actually, let's rewind and go back to the pandemic. We had over three million kids living in poverty. And that figure is set to increase by 500 kids wow. just this year alone. Because of the cost of living increases, 1.5 million people fall under the poverty line that have never been poor, considered poor before. And these are people that don't know how to access services, that haven't been used to the benefits system. And I just wonder just how many people are going to be crushed uh, this winter. We've got to do something about it, mm. Tom. Yeah. Just ruin the program haven't I Sorry. no no
0: no it's uh, and I think that's I think that's what the, like our faith leads us to have to respond have to respond if it doesn't yeah. then it's not it's no use to anyone I, I don't think that's you yeah. know it's your faith that caused you to move to Manchester all those years ago and to be doing you know what you're doing now which I imagine is hard hard graft and the amount of energy and that it takes to pull a network of groceries together and to learn on the fly how to do food all of a sudden. You know, I mean, yeah. just wouldn't have imagined you'd be doing that um, a few mm-hmm. years ago. Some um, people
2: say things like, you know, what's God doing about it? You know, if God sees the suffering that we've got, why hasn't he done anything about it? And actually I, I believe he has done something about it. It's called the church. Wow. It's whether the church realize it's their job. It's our job to step up, Tom, and do something about it to see the needs around us, to see the suffering in the world and start to put, like you said, put our money where our mouth is and start to act. That's really important for me. Definitely. And so how,
0: I've, we've got some people here in the chat and, um, you know, even, uh, let's see, Chris is saying, you know, she'd love to get involved in the grocery. Um, you know, she's teaching, but do it and in be involved in the school holidays. And like, amazing. how, how do people get in, get involved, Sam, with yeah. that kind of, and also, you know, like for us, be people who maybe don't attend church on a regular basis, but who just, and and for me, I'd even put this something down to God as well. That's something within all of us. I mm. think when we see injustice and we go, that's not right. Yeah. That's not right for me. I just claim it all. I yeah. just say that's, that's God doing something within us that says, you know, Good when man. we see people struggling, you know, yeah. and people have thought, you know, who just aren't, who need help. And we respond mm. by going, this isn't right. That mm. kind of, almost like an anger at times isn't it that you think i've got to do something about it mm. you know how can how can people who are watching tonight or, or seeing this get involved maybe with the mess what the message are doing and, yeah. and with groceries or you know how does how 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 might they uh, help
2: well you can go to our website www.communitygrocery.org and you can find out a load of information there um and actually it's what i would say though is Work out where you are and have a look at who's around. It isn't just the message trust with community groceries. There are some phenomenal programs and initiatives in communities up and down the country. It's time to step up. If you've got spare cash, give it. If you've got spare time, give it. You know, if you've got some kind of gift uh, or, or, or some kind of, I don't know, uh, whatever it might be, have a look at what you've got in your life and see how you can spend it on behalf of somebody other than yourself. I think that's the key thing.
0: Love it. Love it. So good. Thank so you. good. Fantastic. Right. Stee. Yes. It's time for a bit of Finnegan's Fortunes, I think. All uh, right, okay. Yeah. And when we play Finnegan's Fortunes, you get chance, Sam, to win some merch. Let me see, what have we got? We've That'll got some... be church merch, mate. That'll be church merch. Church merch. merch. So, I don't know. Have a little look behind you, Sam. Have a little look and see what you've got there. Anything that takes your fancy. Well, I can have
2: any of this. You can have
0: anything. In fact, I'll spread anything in the bar, you know, anything here that you fancy. If you can win Finnegan's fortunes tonight and you can get it in your car,
2: you can take it with you back to Manchester. Gosh, there's so much tat here. (laughs) (laughs) Do I have to have
0: something? (laughs) The way it works is basically if people leave stuff in the church, it makes its way here. Oh, okay. And it's lost. It's, basically, it's essentially it's lost the property. church lost property. That's so, good. so uh, this is what. So, you've got the teddy bear. I, the kids would love that, wouldn't they? Yes. The it's the
1: church lost property that people are too ashamed to come and ask
2: for it back. <laughs> 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 Who brought a teddy that big to church? Do you know
0: what? And so, it's not the only one we've got at our church. Wow. There are several others. I don't know what it is, but people think, you know, I've got this massive teddy that I've got no use for anymore. Surely the church would love that how about it's this like, look oh, at this with actual
2: coins and he's not going to want go. this to go that's <laughs> his like life savings right what's there.
0: in there is it that's his um this cash that's to cover the heating bill for the winter I think sam is... <laughs> that can be yours if you win tonight great so let's do it let's do it let's go and play some finnegan's fortunes let's have a look this is the point where we need you to join in at home okay so we've asked 100 people sam and i've just gone random this week a random idea we've asked 100 people what did we ask them we asked them to name a song with the word love in the title. Oh, that's so much easier than the question
1: I What got. did you get?
0: Oh, I can't remember. What, do you, what <laughs> would you find at a school? What would you find at a school? He yeah. barely went to school because so he didn't know. What well, would you I kept th-
1: saying chalk and things chalk. like that. Well, yeah. you don't know have them now.
0: <laughs> so if you're at home and you want to help Sam out because he's looking terrified, like he couldn't think of a thing, a is it, song is it can... Christian
1: songs? Because there's thousands no, of them.
0: No, no, there's no. I'm just going to give you a heads up. There's no Christian songs right, okay. on the list. That's <laughs> uh, say we'll
1: be here till next. That's it. That's Sunday. not a thing.
0: So, any if you can sell at, at us at home any songs that have the song, the title, the word "love" in the title. Okay, Sam, is anything coming to mind? I feel like we've gone from yeah. very deep. Yeah, to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've. It's another one of Tom's U-turns. <laughs> I feel like maybe I'm working out that Alan was more crucial to this whole thing staying on the tracks that I realised. What are you trying to say, <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, my first uh, gig. <laughs> I feel like I've, I've been very it's like clunky. Being on a cruise ship again? <laughs> yeah, it bringing it. back bad memories for me. This. <laughs> Sam did try to leave, but we locked the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got to stay here for four days now. Yeah. I can go on. <laughs> Just a lot of Sam people didn't me. <laughs> <laughs> That was the best. That's it, Sam. That's what Steve did. He did a stand-up comedy. He was he was gonna yeah. take over the cruise market. Oh. Which is very lucrative. There's a yeah. lot of it's money off, in yeah. cruises. Yeah. And um, so he had the one the one gig as a little trial. Let's see how you get on.
1: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Just to set the scene, the boat set off at 5 o'clock and they put me on at 7 o'clock, so (laughs) nobody came. So it was a 1,000-seat theatre and I could see 20 people (laughs) and six of those were kids. No. (laughs) So they cancelled. Well, I did another show later that night, but then they cancelled my other one later in the (laughs) week. So oh. I was stuck on a boat for four
2: days then.
1: I just wanted to go home.
2: Where were you, though? You know, did you get to enjoy the cruise? or? Well,
1: we kind of decided to in the end, yeah. <laughs> did you just yeah. have to live with your shame for the day? Well, I had a few people actually commented that they had enjoyed it, but I don't know whether they meant it or they just felt sorry for it.
2: Oh,
0: me. that's the worst, but, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. A pity, a yeah. pity. Like, Although
1: one guy asked me for a selfie. <laughs> I keep searching Facebook to say, see this is the sad loser, the worst comedian I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't found him yet. What yeah.
0: I love is that, that you described is um, that even though it's dark, a thousand-seater theatre, mm. he couldn't really see anyone. He said there was still something about your senses which could tell when people yeah. were leaving. <laughs> you could still
1: hear people <laughs> heading for the exit, though. Even, no. even though you oh. couldn't see him Wow. But anyway. How did we get on? I'm not that? bitter about that. No. So One that's bit. not
0: um so that was the end of those cruises for the moment when yeah. it's the
1: well probably forever, I imagine. <laughs> Let's talk
2: about love. Let's talk
0: yeah. about love. Yeah. Is that so, your first answer? Have you got your first we, we were just filling there? I
1: was ready. I was ready on, within the first minute. We're on were your you? side because we're
2: desperate to uh, get it. Celine rid of all Dion, us. colour of my love. Colour Ooh. of my
0: love, Celine Dion.
2: <laughs> is that a thing? Wow.
0: Is that even a song?
2: It is now. I mean, I did like a bit. Of Celine did you? A bit I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> somebody had to.
0: The fact that your mind ran to Celine Dion oh straight out days. the back. She's a, she, wow. a, I actually saw Celine. Uh, my Emma loves Celine Dion. I tell you what, you go, you get out
1: some gigs. You don't. Just,
0: <laughs> yeah, ministers well, pay again. That's it. Ministers pay. Yeah. <laughs> Celine Dion, I went to see with uh, Emma, and I've got to be honest, it was oh, it's horrendous. She <laughs> she loved it. Um, and everyone around, it was like, a, everyone was crying. It was like, it's a weird, and you know, I'm, yes. I can cry. I'm partial to it, but right. not not in that setting. Yeah.
2: No. It was, uh, yeah. Right. So what was the, what was the. Is it co- Colour of My Love, Celine Dion?
0: Celine Dion, Colour of My Love. Your
2: Emma will tell you if that's real.
0: Survey says, no Colour of chance. My Love. Is it?
2: <laughs> no. Oh, no.
0: Sorry, mate. No luck, no luck. Do you want me, Do you have you got another one ready to go or do you want me to? Tina uh, Turner. Let's
2: wow, you, talk just, about <laughs> this love. is
0: not getting any better, is it? Celine Dion, gone to Tina Turner. Yeah. Let's talk about love. How does that go? Uh,
2: no, what's love got to do with it? What's, oh, what's yeah. love got to do oh, with it? well, yeah. Is that We're Tina Turner, bit, is it?
0: Yeah. Okay. It, I think the Mad I just gave films. you
2: another Celine Dion track. Yeah. With Let's Talk About Love. But like, <laughs> I don't oh. want to look like
0: a... The Colour of Love, um, Emma says it's an album. Oh, it's an th- album oh. title. Uh, ah, yeah. never mind. Didn't have a title track. It's the album the name. same name. Yeah. No. Okay, right. right. Well, what did you go for that time? Tina, Tina Turner. Tina Turner, let's talk. Okay, let's no, see. what
1: was it? Yeah. Let's... You see, if you've had six questions on Celine Dion, obviously he knows his stuff. He does, doesn't he? Let's <laughs> see.
0: Next one. Is it there? Oh, it's man. not there, Oof.
1: mate. <laughs> Tell you what, this is making me feel good because at least I did get a couple, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like so, Sam, I'm going to go to the comments because yes. I'm feeling bad for you. Okay. Like,
1: who is uh, this moron? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> all you need is love. Surely that's
0: so all there. All you need is love. Yeah. That's your suggestion, is it? Yeah. Let's see. Okay. A million love songs, Debbie said. Ray said, love is a battlefield. I don't know that one. Love is easy, apparently. Andy Campbell. all you need is love. See? Peter Porter, you give love a bad name. That's a good one, isn't it? Who's that? Is that... Um, you
1: bon, Jovi.
0: Uh, yeah, bon Jovi. Yeah, Bon Jovi. Come on. Stuck to the heart. Love is all around us from Ray. Okay, there's a selection there, Sam. What are you feeling? We need this one to be right. We need this one. Ooh. I like that million love songs. A million love songs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a million love songs, baby. Is that fake, that? Has, is that, that? has
1: anybody ever just got three wrong and not got an answer before? <laughs> This could be oh, a historic moment. A bit like be. when I brought wind yesterday, having a shave.
0: That's, that, you're still going on about that. Did that actually happen? That is true. Yeah. That, a, true. that yeah. was when your jokes were. I couldn't tell if it was a joke or if it was real. No, no. Well, no. most
1: of my jokes are lying. Like, oh. yeah. We were waiting for the punchline. We, we? were. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it was actually. Yeah
0: some of your jokes fire like I'm there I'm laughing then sometimes you say them and I'm like I don't know
1: yeah I it's like you You sort of like how long shall I stand there waiting do to work this out or do they just they have worked it out and yeah. they're just not laughing yeah. <laughs> you
0: waited a while on that cruise ship yeah yeah I'm still there in my head oh okay <laughs> <laughs> moving on <laughs> so you said a million love songs a million love songs let's see our survey says <laughs> oh Oh. Do I get to go brutal. home now then? Or? You have to. No, that's, this is just, this, do you know what? Shall we see what was up there? Because I think you're going to well, feel. we have to now. You're yeah. going to feel, like, shout us what people have, let's see. So top six, number six. I can't believe you didn't get any. Crazy little thing called love. Oof, queen. Do you know that one? No. Oh, queen. Big one. Crazy little thing called love. At five, Leading love.
2: Never heard of it. <laughs>
1: I've never heard of that, who's
0: that? She's a... Which That's... hundred people did you ask? <laughs>
1: yeah, teenagers outside <laughs> school
0: yeah. Do you know, it's not always a hundred people Steve noticed this, sometimes it yeah. doesn't add up to hundred Yeah, but...
1: that was another thing as well When I did it, the answers added up to a hundred and forty <laughs> something
2: I'm like, what is this? I don't trust this No, no. Uh, well,
0: I, I spend a few hours each week just walking the streets of and just asking people what their favourite love songs are and so mm. at
1: four you've only been arrested twice
0: <laughs> at four oh it's all gone oh. wrong it's all gone wrong at four was Crazy in Love Beyonce classic no three
2: All You Need yes. Is Love I think it, I, I was even given that I think I think yeah. lots of
0: people by me gave and Andy all Camp so. All you. you Need Is Love and two Love Me Tender Ooh. oh is that Elvis that's Elvis originally that's a bit yeah. rough that one and number 1 i will always love you oh should have got that one i think whitney Bit of whitney, whitney which is yeah. classic yeah yeah or it was whitney or what was the other one that sang that one
1: i will always love you yeah Oh, i don't know
0: the the, the country country singer dolly dolly parton right, that was okay, it she yeah. did it first of all not quite as well did she and then she's back back in <laughs> okay <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> It's I good, hope none that, of these
1: it, famous people are watching this because you could get a lot of uh, libellous. We uh, just peaked right now, didn't we? Yeah, like we I was saying,
0: <laughs> we. I think it was the changing gears that threw it for me. I was just, I was really enjoying <laughs> yeah. the conversation, and I just took it down a few notches, and uh, yeah. there we are. It's but, like um, when
1: you did that nativity play at church, and somebody just walked in with a shire horse. That,
0: sort of, what? Classic. What's going on here? <laughs> it was that was uh, that was early days for you. That, that was, was that was our
1: first Christmas at it? Netherton. Yeah, and I thought oh, I love this place. <laughs> I even started videoing it.
0: That was one of those things where afterwards you thought we should have really... Did that risked, just happen? Yeah, we should yeah. have risk assessed that because it was the... Um...
1: Especially when it dropped a load of massive bombs right down the middle of the yeah, aisle. Yeah,
0: it did. Yeah. You couldn't have, you couldn't have uh, timed that better, did no, you? No, it was
1: almost as good as my the... incident yesterday morning.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the bit that was the worst was the fella who brought the horse <laughs> then, and just came and scooped it up with yeah. his bare hands. Picked
1: it up, yeah, put it in a bucket. Well, that's going on his roses.
0: That's final bit, Sam. You've been such you've been a good sport, mate. But this is the bit, this is the bit Mm. that it could all go wrong. It could all go wrong. We know it hasn't. No. We're gonna (laughs) tell you. We're gonna get you to tell us a story, mate. Yeah. And you know, and what it's a Mm. story, basically, that all our patrons at home, yeah, they're gonna listen to your story. You've got patrons. Yeah, they're, they're all there. Don't, Don't you worry. have to pay to be a patron? How oh, well, well, do people pay to watch this?
1: <laughs> I think they're paying. I think they're paying. They're paying. The yeah, yeah, they're, they're paying. paying. Yeah. Well, not in monetary terms. <laughs> one
0: way or another, they're yeah. paying. And so yeah. you tell us a story, Sam. You're fr- you live in Manchester, so yeah. already you're starting a little bit behind. But, <laughs> but you're going to yeah. tell us a story, and if it's a good one, mate, I'll yeah. tell you what's going to happen. Get them on the wall, lad. You're going to okay. go on the wall. Oh. on our members list wow. Here. There's some great names up there, some real good it, ones. Yeah. And Stee's up there as well. Yeah, some so, great names and me. And Stee. So if you get up there, mate, <laughs> that's it. Lifetime membership to Finnegan's. You can okay. come here whenever you want. Yeah. You can come and use the hot tub. Oh, You can come and watch the footy. You can play a game of pool, you know. So it's decent, that. That's a surprise. Just,
1: just to say, if you're struggling and you're not sure whether you're going to quite, you know, <laughs> reach the mark, just drop the name of that Tory MP in who was at that meeting yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Tom, and so, Tom Grant. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Tim, Brown. <laughs> Tim Brown. He's good, him. Tim and Brown so, MP. Yeah. Could be, couldn't I? Only Maritime.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, but uh, sadly, if it doesn't go well for your mate, then you're bad lad. You're going to end up getting barred and we have to throw you out. And that would be it. Okay. I'd never be able to talk to you again. It would be that brutal. No pressure. You never promised Don't feel the pressure on this one. And so yeah. I'll hand over to you, mate.
2: Go well, for it. I, I, yeah, I suppose I've been working in my community for, like, forever. And uh, I have a special relationship with people that are really suffering with addictions. And I, I sort of work with these guys to try and bring them to a better place and hopefully get them to a place of recovery. And I was working with a guy who... Um, Used to sometimes sleep in uh, on the golf course in a bunker. Used to sleep in an abandoned car. Sometimes used to sleep um, in a shed at the bottom of someone's garden. And sometimes he'd sleep in the porchway of my home, which was a bit of a pain when you'd get home from church and you'd find a man sleeping in your porch. <laughs> and uh, and so I was desperate to help this guy who was really really suffering with addiction. And so I uh, had to find find him a rehab and um, so to get him in a rehab i had to ring up every morning at eight o'clock the same rehab place in order to get him a bed and to in order to get the consistency of seeing him at 8 a.m every morning i moved him into my house now i should wow. have, i should have asked my wife before <laughs> i uh, invited him to stay she came home from work to find this smell of cigarettes in the house and i'd asked this guy you can do whatever you like, but you can't smoke in the house. And so I went and found him, and he said, no, 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 no. I've not been smoking. And he'd been smoking out of the bedroom window. That was Classic his kind move. of thing. Anyway, we rang up eight every morning for, for ages to try and get him in this place. And then th- eventually they said, there's a bed for him. Bring him down. And I said, what do we need? What do we need to bring? Um, uh, and they said, nothing. And I said, great, because he hasn't really got anything but the clothes on his back. And I said, Do we need any documentation? No, 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 you need nothing, just bring him down. So, on the way to town, I bought him some new pajamas and some you know, fresh smellies so that he could have a lovely stay. And I was thinking, you know, they'll have him in their rehab for six to 12 months and he'll come out clean and it'll be sorted, fixed, all <laughs> nice and done with. Get to town, and I, I'm literally just got to drop him off at this place. And so, I park up on this bit of wasteland, walk around the corner into the, to the rehab place, and uh, I said, Oh, this is. This is the guy that you've been expecting. This is my mate. And they said, what are you on about? And I said, no, I rang up this morning, 8am. They said I got a bed for him. And they said, have you got his paperwork? And I said, no, 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 no. They said, no paperwork, I don't need any paperwork. They said, just come and drop him off, he doesn't need anything. And I begin to recount the story, and they're like, no, 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 no. Sorry, Uh, you'll have to sit him here, you'll have to ring up, get him his benefits sorted, and then we might be able to let him in. So we sit on this telephone for an hour, listening to the same tune, we're on hold, waiting for support, went round and round and round, and then finally this lady picks up the phone, and we say, we need some help, this is the story, and she said, effectively, computer says no. Oh. And I'm like, what? So we have to leave there. And they said they can't take him. So I'm suddenly, I've got to take this bloke home. I have promised my wife he won't be coming back with us. <laughs> so I walk back around the co- co- corner and I find that my car has been clamped. And uh, some rogue has clamped my vehicle. Now, this is where I begin to lose it. This is where the whole day begins to unravel because... I start to think about the massive injustice that I've just faced. It's just not fair. And uh, I began to think about my mate Pete. My mate Pete's a plumber. And he told me this story once about a car being clamped and he took his, um, his kind of uh, his tools and his blowtorch and he blowtorched off the clamp and uh, he drove off. And uh, it was a brilliant story. And I thought, if only I could get hold of a blowtorch. <laughs> so I looked around and there's a mechanics shop. Right there. So I walk into this place, and I said, "Oh, guys, this is the story. I am supposed to be helping this homeless guy, and it's all gone wrong. I've come out, I've been clamped. You don't have a blowtorch, do you?" And the guy said, "Yes, I do." Wow. And so um, I said, "I'm going to blowtorch off the clamp," and he went, "Okay." And uh, <laughs> he goes, "But before I give you the blowtorch, I would, I would just remind you that these guys are rogues. They're terrible. They've taken a picture of your car." if you blowtorch it off, it's going to go badly. Don't do it. Uh, And I'm like, please just give me the blowtorch. He said, please do not do it. So anyway, what what within
0: you thought that you'd be able to smash this blowtorch thing on the the car. You just thought I've seen it done. I I
2: don't, I didn't even care. (laughs) I didn't even think through the practicalities of, of how to work a blowtorch. So anyway, <laughs> so, uh, so, um, so I go over and I find this sign and there's a number on it and I ring the number and out comes this guy in his car and he's like, Russian. He looks like a Russian version of Odd Job from 007, <laughs> uh, James Bond. And, um, and he says, 90 pounds cash. And I was like, who keeps 90 pounds of cash on him? Yeah. No one does, right? And so I'm like, I begin to like get angry and I'm telling him the story and I'm like, I mean, mate, he's homeless and I'm trying to help him. And yeah, and begin to freak out. And I said, who's got 90 pound cash on? I need to pay with my card. And he says, I'll go and get card machine. Drives off an hour, oh, another hour wow. and he finally comes back. And um, he's, I noticed he's scrabbling around in the boot of his car and I'm up the front. I'm at the front of the uh, the vehicle and um, he's made a mistake because he's left his window wound down and the keys in the ignition. <laughs> and in that moment, a voice in my head says, take the keys <laughs> and do a deal. Do- take the keys and do a deal.
0: <laughs> that voice in your head, take the keys, do a deal. Do a deal. <laughs>
2: it- take the keys and do a deal. Like I'm thinking, I love that. take the clamp off, you can have a keys back <laughs> And so, so I find myself with my hand just leaning on the window, like leaning on the door there, with my hand sort of hanging inside. <laughs> and before long, I find that my hand is touching the keys, just touching the keys. <laughs> Take the keys, do a deal. So I, um, and before I know it, I find myself with my hand out of the car with the keys in, and we almost notice at the same time me and the Russian, Russian odd job, and he <laughs> <laughs> he comes over. And he goes, what are you doing? (laughs) And I said take the keys, do a deal. All I could think to say was, take the keys and do a deal. As if that made perfect sense. Of course, what are you doing? Take the keys, do the deal. That's what's what's happening. And he says, he says, no deal. So in my mind, I'm thinking, "What, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And he's like right up in my face and I can't think of anything else to say. And he says, give me keys. And I said, take the keys, do a deal. Take the keys, do a deal. And he said, give me keys. And then, in this moment of madness, I said to him, What if I don't? Oh, <laughs> now in my mind, I'm worst, thinking, Worst game of deal in all, yeah. What? I was gonna I say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Noel Edmonds popped up. <laughs> so he thinks I'm offering him a fight. In that moment, I'm just trying to inquire what, would, what might happen next in this <laughs> scenario. Can we talk about a discussion on various options? <laughs> and he gets in my face and he says, I call police right no Uh, word of a lie he then steps back gets his mobile phone out uh, dials 999 now if you live in my community 999 ring the cops they turn up two days later yeah right while he's on the phone to the police no word of a lie this flipping four by four vehicle drives past just happens to be driving past at this point he hangs up 999 runs over flags over this police four by four who drives onto the wasteland and i'm like i am in trouble i'm a (laughs) minister a church minister (laughs) this makes
0: me shouting (laughs) on the footy lines look (laughs) tame (laughs) what were you thinking
2: (laughs) i'm beginning to think of the headlines you know church minister um steals cars all, all sorts of imagine what if the press get hold of this i'm beginning to think i'm gonna lose my job it's a nightmare. He gets to the cops. I, I'm trying to get over to the cops first, sort of telling the story, and he pushes me away and begins to tell the cops about what's ex- what he's experienced like this. <laughs> and I've watched so much police camera action that I know what happens here. Uh, you know, if, if you resist arrest, it's going to go really badly. So I I like, rolled up my shirt like this to get my me, me hands ready for the handcuffs. And then <laughs> this copper <laughs> comes over. And I'm, I'm like, I tried to tell him the story and I'm telling about my mate and I'm telling about homelessness and uh, it's, well, all the massive injustice like this. And I, I said, and I know what you've got to do. And I kind of put <laughs> my arms out. like, I know what you've got to do. And uh, he goes, no, mate just give him the keys <laughs>
0: right, so, so i'm like yeah 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 and then i'll be okay
2: and he was like no 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 so i have to i give the keys to Oddjob, then, um, odd job and then odd job and then, and then and then, and then he looks, this cop is off, off, he's on his way. I'm like, no, no, can you please stay? Because, you know, I've gone after pay you the fine and all this lot, can you please stay? Because I think as soon as you go, he's going to kick me at right? it <laughs> And so the cop stays around for another couple of minutes and he goes, who's the guy in the car, right? So all along, my mate who I've come to help is so ashamed of my behavior that he's wound himself down. <laughs> In the car (laughs) to a completely horizontal position like this. He's completely horizontal. And he's playing Christian worship music on full blast racket. (laughs) So the cop was like, what's going on? And occasionally my mate, just to see what's happening would poke his head up and then go oh no he's still doing it <laughs> oh no he's still doing it and it was just this ridiculous moment as oh, uh well. my mate my mate was um just oh honestly it was so incredibly embarrassing but it all ended okay in the end there you go
0: i just love that you thought you'd take on a russian gangster yeah just, yeah. <laughs> just stare it could him have down gone wrong <laughs> take the keys do a deal <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me oil in my clamp. People. Oh, nice! <laughs> that's all what you call it. Nice. That's, 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 that's what you call a now. callback, lad, yeah, that that is, that's show. impressive.
1: That's a professional yeah, comedian. I Haven't said much, but you know,
0: <laughs> you saved it up Quality right to not the end. Problems. Good man. Good man. Good right. Man. So, Sam, do you know what you did? You mm. threw the busies in, like, but in a slightly like kind of negative. Oh, I love it. That people will love that. Yeah. In your story, you know, you are like kind of. Yeah. Said, okay, I've got the police in, but you were like the figure going against them and all, I mate. I've got many stories that are yeah. about the cops. Yeah. <laughs> the 5 0 is the corner <laughs> of The popo. Let us know then. Is Sam gonna be on the wall or is he gonna be barred? Throw it up in the comments. You've got lots of people enjoying the story there, uh, Sam. Let's have a look. Get him on the wall. Pete says so funny, gotta be on the wall. To be <Set> fair, I bet wall. you've never
1: had anyone taking the Russian mafia on. We've never had tonight, anyone either. taking the Russian,
0: <laughs> and you did a spot-on Russian accent there, mate. That's uh, very good. Defo wall,
2: Defo wall. Give anti russia as well. That's got to work out in my favour. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give he wasn't your... <laughs> called Vladimir, was he? Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> he had a badge on.
0: I'm going. Yeah, mate. It's overwhelming. Get him on the wall. Get him on the wall. Let's wow. throw him up. i to stick.
2: This is a special moment, mate. Wow. Do you get to write my name? I write
0: that? your name. You can tell oh, the ones okay. I've done because it's kind of a left-handed scrawl. Yeah. But I'm gonna go. Where should we go? Up here next to me, mate.
2: I'll be up here next to Joyce, mate. Uh- <laughs> too late now. It's too tight. late it's now. now.
0: What over there? Under
2: Joyce, but anyway, you've got you can't do. I'm a putting you at minute. top top of the list, mate. Thank you, pal. Next Cap- to that halo,
0: capital letters as well. Sam, yeah. did How I spell that right? That. Oh, yeah, <laughs> did, catch me. I was looking again. up. Did panic for a second. Very good. Very good. Hi, oh, Sam. We appreciate you being on tonight, mate. Thank you so much for coming to join us. My pleasure. Has it been just an incredible
2: experience for you? Yeah, Alan? I'm hugely disappointed by Alan's lack of attendance. I know. Major overpromise, promise under-deliver. Uh, what was he thinking? Shambles.
0: Shambles. But anyway, maybe we'll get you back on when he's here and you can then um, give him oh. some stick about it. Yeah.
2: But um, very good. Right,
0: anyway, that's time. We're going to have to... Um, You you can ring the bell, Steve. No, thanks. To say it's time for the end of the evening. Look at that. That's an honour for you, an yeah. honour and it's a privilege. You, yeah. you can ring take that home pie. if you want. No, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't give the stuff away at no. house bar. So, come, we're not on next week. We've got a two-week break now, but we've got, we might have a special bonus episode with um, comedian Rob Thomas, not the Christian comedian, Come from Bootle. It's okay. Not, so we might have That'll be a short episode. That will be it. It's a good one. We've already pre-recorded <laughs> that. So we might throw that out next week instead. So keep an eye out. But also, um, once we come back on the second of eleventh, second uh, of November, we've got Andy Kind. Oh. Have yeah. you done a gig with Andy Kind before, oh, Steve? Yeah, I've
1: done several with Andy is he, Kind. Is he funny? Yeah. yeah, he is funny. He is yeah. quite funny, yeah. Yeah. isn't he, he? Don't pay you very much, Lam, but he? he is funny.
0: <laughs> we'll get into him about that then. <laughs> yeah. We can human is there i did
1: a gig with him once at blackburn yeah he invited me to come i think he paid me 20 quid and did so he... we got there and it was a church and there was, the minister went up and i hadn't been going i'd only been going a few months so he said hey, you can go on first yeah so the minister just said thanks for coming we've got our first comedian now
0: that went. was the build-up. <laughs> that was the intro. And then
1: the minister sat right in front of me and just yawned for the 10 minutes that I was on.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah. And £20. And then
1: Andy went on and smashed it, obviously.
0: Well, we're... Oh, but he's all right. He's all right, is yeah. he? cheap Cheapskate, he but he's all right. Yeah. We'll are we we're give him a bit of stick for that. So yeah. Andy Kine's on the 2nd of November. So come and join us then. And also, we're going to have a live Christmas special. So there's going to be... Anyone on the members list can come down for our Christmas special. So Stee... Wow, you could you're be fit there. them all in it, yeah? that, Well, I think we're gonna squeeze in. Right. And so everyone can come down for our Christmas special if you're on the members list. We might even have a few comedians that night. So we'll stream that, but also we're gonna pack some people in as well. So look out for tickets. I'll for see what's that one. on
1: telly. See so. see what you're bit if you're busy. See what's on telly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Wednesday. We won't see you next Wednesday. We'll see you in a few weeks' time. <laughs> yeah for another Wednesday night at Finnegan's. Who knows if this won't ever happen again, will it? (laughs) All right. Take care. See you soon and good night.